0: Around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life changing message of
1: Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize.
0: Hello, everybody. God bless you, and welcome today to Terry Mize Podcast. We are so glad you are here with us, and we are just thrilled to spend this time with you and share with you the good things that we feel on our heart that we can pass on to you that'll make a tremendous difference in your life, give you some fresh, new, what I like to think about, God's higher thoughts and His way of thinking and doing things that are so much higher than all of ours. So um, we're, we're planning on having a good time with you. We had a great time the last two weeks talking to you about the day and hour and the finest hour of the church and why we're here and how important it is for you and I to do our job. And so today there's just no telling. We're going to just continue along that line to encourage you and let you know how valuable you are to the kingdom of God. Uh, first off, I do want to remind you that at terrymysministries.org, which is our website, You can find all of these podcasts that have been archived uh, for you, and we want you to take advantage of them. Uh, You can listen to as many of them as you want. Of course, they're free of charge, and everything is there for you. We also have all of our products there. Our newsletter of the month is, is printed there on the website. Terry puts out a wonderful newsletter every single month. And lets you know where we are, or what we're doing. Uh, he gives you words of encouragement from the Word of God, revelation, some of his wonderful missionary war stories that are there for you that will give you insight into what just, I think it will it will stimulate your thinking to expect God for the miraculous. And then also um, all, any information about partnership and all of our products are there. So our schedule, everything is right there for you at terrymizeministries.org. And we're just thrilled that you're there, and we want to want you to take advantage of everything that we have. It's there for you. And if you have any prayer requests, please call our office. As I said uh, last week, we have had some wonderful testimonies from people calling in, Terry and I agreeing with them, adding our faith to their faith, and seeing God do some miraculous things in the last several weeks. So I hope that just entices you to exercise your faith and give us a phone call and the opportunity to agree with you in prayer. Well, darling, let's talk about the good things that are on your heart and what you feel like God would like for you to share with the folks today.
1: Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, hello, everybody. You know, two, I guess two weeks ago on the podcast, it two, I think it was two weeks ago. I was just kind of on a rant. I was upset. Of course, I still am <laughs> No, at the United Nations and at right. the, letting the letting the maniac from Iran get up and make a speech when you know, those seats were, were designed for honorable men and women and men and women of integrity. And here we just let such bad people come in anymore and make speeches and try to tell the world what to do. And they have no qualifications. They know nothing of the subject, have no, no qualifications. They've never, never had any integrity or any honor. But anyway, uh, I I was thinking about that. I remember when we were, we were doing it and I was just, just, you know, not happy and, and still not with those guys. But, uh, it made me think renee of a story that uh i've I've known for a long long time, and then the last time we were in Mexico City a few weeks ago a month or so ago, I guess it was um i I asked Brother Wayne Myers to tell it to you i said wayne tell, tell Renee that story about the old the old Belgian bar and um uh, and uh it it just it just got me thinking about that because it was a situation with politicians in in the Congo in the Belgian Congo, which is now the DRC, the uh, the Democratic Republic of Congo in Africa. And uh, what happened was that uh, there was a there was a church that started up in the old Belgian bar, and, and so they called it the Old Belgian Bar Church. Oh my! A- and so uh, people people met there. They were full of the Holy Ghost. They were they were excited. They had taken over this bar and made a church out of it, and. And I mean, it Good was just, it was just blowing and going, you know, I yeah, mean, they were just really. appropriating the right use of a, of a building there. No joke. And, uh, one day they decided to have a political rally. And, uh, so the politicians came in and they said, we want to have a meeting outside and said, somebody go over there in that church and pull the chairs out of it. And let's have a meeting in the church. And somebody said, no, we can't get the church's chairs. That's, that's, that's not right. And God wouldn't like that. They said, "No, I'll go over there and get those chairs out of that bar." And so they all went and got the chairs out of the bar. And my, I mean, excuse my. me, the bar, not the bar, the, the church, church. Went over there to the old Belgian bar church and uh, got the got the chairs out of it and brought them all out there and set them all up, you know. And politicians got up to speak, and when they did, a lightning bolt came out of the blue and hit a palm tree.
0: Oh my! Right goodness. there
1: in the middle of those chairs and that palm tree burst into flame. Of course they all jumped up and took off running thinking it was about to storm, you know. But there was no storm. It was oh, just that Mark. one that one lightning bolt and it hit that tree and it burned and it burned and it burned My and
0: goodness. it burned and
1: it burned and Mark, never Mark. consumed it. Never consumed it. How miraculous. And it just kept on burning but it just didn't consume it. It was just still a green palm tree wow and uh so finally somebody said we better get those chairs back in that church where god kills all of us <laughs> so they ran over there and and uh took the chairs back in the church and the fire went out and that that tree had no marks on it, it had no uh you couldn't tell it ever it had ever oh, been on my fire goodness. and uh, brother wayne had been there uh two years after that happened and went out there and looked at it and examined it and said there wasn't a scorch own it anywhere. Well, my but you know goodness. it's it's uh it's time for the church to be the church.
0: No, that's right. The miraculous. And here the those politicians
1: said, "Hey, we don't care. Get the chairs out of the church." And I yeah, tell right. you what, it it uh it it, it made a believer out all those folks. May we better leave the church alone.
0: No, that's right. I I was reading in Daniel chapter 5. You and well, in fact, what started some of this is you and I had a conversation over a hamburger. And surprise, we were Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and we were talking about how there, there just needed to be the Elijahs and the Daniels and Jesus Christ himself taking a whip and driving the money changers Absolutely. out of the house of God. and over. Not in, Jesus. No, yes, our Jesus. <laughs> the very Mild, same Jesus. Mild, meek,
1: gentle. Yes,
0: the Lamb of God. mealy
1: mouth, <laughs> sissified Jesus that the church always said he is. Of course, I never found him in Matthew, no. Mark, Luke, or John.
0: exactly. And
1: I've read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John a time or two, and I've never found that that sissified, mealy mouth. Weak Jesus that the church has always preached and the world has always talked about.
0: Isn't it amazing how, you know, uh, people see God from the mindset that they've created in their own soul? Yeah. And whatever vocabulary or stories or opinions that, that they've allowed other people to influence their thinking with is really from the the view, the glasses that they see, oh, yeah. the things of the Spirit I found, with. I
1: found a Jesus in there. That they tried to kill him. They tried to stone him with stones, and he wouldn't stone. They tried to bite him. He wouldn't do that. They tried to push him off a cliff. And he said, you ain't pushing me off this cliff. No. Walked, walked through the midst of them. I found a Jesus that called them a generation of vipers. I mean, he called them a bunch of snakes. <laughs> now, you know, I, I've been accused of a lot of stuff over the years. But I've never stood in the church and said, you're just all a bunch of snakes. <laughs> you
0: no, know, snakes and vipers. And then another time he said, you're just you
1: just and a guess. bunch of whitened sepulchers. You're just tombstones. You're all white and pretty on the outside and full of dead men's bones and maggots and rot on the inside. I've, I've never said that to a crowd.
0: No, that you know, it, it's amazing how they think. Preachers and and pastors and people that we're supposed to be so cowardly. little
1: yeah. mealy mouth.
0: Yeah, we're like the cowardly lion. You know, we have no courage, or we can't. And, and well, you Hollywood, know, in the movies,
1: if you, look, yeah, you better say the same thing. Yeah, Hollywood, Hollywood always portrays the preacher as some little sissified, effeminate, well, you
0: know, yeah, with weak, no courage. Working, you know, th- that's the main thing. Is that the, the preacher is trying to be so? Uh, all things to all men are so accommodating or so um you know diplomatic with everybody in the church that he doesn't you know, offend Greeks, anyone. The
1: Greeks who worship the body right. they came to Andrew one day and they said they said, We would see this man. We right. we wanna see this yeah. Jesus. <laughs> you know, he stood up you know he told one time he just told a lady she was a dog and her baby was a dog. I, now, I've never done that, Renee. People think I eat nails for breakfast, but I've never <laughs> I've never called a lady a dog or told her her daughter was a dog. But this lady came to Jesus for healing. She said, my baby's got a devil. My daughter's got a devil. Come heal her. He said, go on, lady. I can't help you. But Jesus, you need to help her. She's got a devil. Go on, lady. I can't help you. Go on. But Jesus, please, I you need to help her. You need to help her. She, she's got this devil. Jesus said, you know, I can't help you. Go on. And she said, "Jesus." He said, "Look, lady, your baby's a dog." Yeah. <laughs> he he said he said, "This is a children's bread. The children's it's not for bread. dogs."
0: No, that's right. That was the, certainly the. Isn't that amazing? Answer.
1: Called her a dog yeah. and her baby a dog, and she and then she got to him. She said, "Yeah, but master, that even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table." And Jesus said, "Oh, shoot! Go on, your baby's healed." And he broke his own rules and healed No, that's anyway.
0: right. And her persistence and her 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 mindset of I'm not going to be offended I'm going to get what God oh yeah what if she got all me. offended
1: and said he wasn't yeah. politically correct and he hurt her feelings and and I think that those things put have it on t- Facebook
0: no exactly those things have been so prominent in the church of being offended and having a, an ear that doesn't hear the right things, you know, Jesus said in, in Luke eight there that that you've got to take heed what you hear. Yeah. You've got and take and take heed how you hear. What
1: you hear and how you hear. How
0: you hear, and all of the implication of all of that. And he that,
1: that hath an ear, let him hear.
0: Right, because of how you get offended, and if you're not hearing right, then you're going to come up with something that will accommodate some area of your flesh that'll either put you over in the ditch of arrogance or put you over in the ditch of insecurity, where either one are dysfunctional in the realm of the Spirit. And it just, like in Daniel here, I, you and I were talking about this, that we're looking for the 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 Spirit of Elijah, where Elijah taunted those false prophets and said, maybe your God's gone on a trip, sure. or maybe he's taken a nap. Maybe he's and he's asleep. You know, go, maybe he's asleep. And so y'all carry on there, and when you get through, I'll show you who God is. That's exactly right. <laughs> and so fire came down and consumed... All the offering, and the, he all the prophets were slain and and God yeah, was God. Then, he,
1: then he then he was politically incorrect enough that he took a sword and killed 400, 450 <laughs> prophets of Baal and four hundred prophets of the groves.
0: I mean, I just find that startling that that is... That's a lot of work for an old man. Yeah, it's a lot of work for an old man, but it's a very courageous old man and, old a, man. and a man that would not compromise. Yeah, said, when let it me came show to you. The... let me
1: show you God, what God will do.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm looking for that in the church where we find courageous church members, courageous pastors, courageous church leaders where we are not afraid of a camera. We're not afraid of the faces, you know, like, like Ezekiel... Yeah. Um, the Lord told Ezekiel, be not afraid, be of, their afraid faces, of their faces, for they are a stiff-necked and rebellious house. Mm-hmm. He said, so do not be afraid of their faces. In other words, they're an arrogant, religious bunch of people that don't know anything about who I am, so don't be afraid of their faces. Yeah.
1: Sounds like the news media trying to yeah. tell you something about the church or something no. about God. And they, they wouldn't know God if they met him on Main Street wearing a red hat.
0: No, that's exactly right. What Terry and I are trying to say and one of the things is, is that we want you to be courageous. We want you to pray for all of us together that we'll his be strong. Heart was
1: cheered and his courage was yes. high. Yes,
0: <laughs> lest l- l- we forget that verse. In se- what is it? Second Chronicles 17, 6. It says of Hezekiah, um, the other king. Not Nebuchadnezzar, but the um, other, it wasn't Hezekiah, it was the other one. Anyway, it says, his heart was cheered and his courage was high in the ways of the Lord. And he started tearing down all the the false idols. He started getting rid of all the people that were false in their hearts towards the Lord. He fired a bunch of people. He instilled a bunch of people. It says he reestablished the priesthood in Israel, Jehoshaphat and a real it reestablished everything that God was trying to do in the land and we found this scripture over in second chronicles i believe it was 17:5 6 and it uses the words that his heart was cheered and his courage was high in the ways of the lord and i pray that for you today all of us together that we will have cheerful hearts loving hearts that there's no that there's no discrimination there's no evil in our hearts towards other people that we want the best of the kingdom of god that god does so love the world but yet our courage is high in the ways of the lord and it's if let god be true and everybody else a liar yeah, and pray
1: for your pastor that way you want your pastor's heart exactly. to be cheered and his courage to be high. That's right. If you have a pastor here and his heart's not cheered and his courage is not high, you need to start praying for him. Yeah, or your or church her. is
0: in trouble. Your church is in trouble. The day your pastor's heart is not cheered and his courage is not high and the and, and the and the ministry in America has folded and become cowardly in the face of a media or a government that would come against us. You and I have got to be strong in the Lord. There has to be a fierceness about us. Absolutely. And there has to be a militance about us that we do not back down. And I, I know there, there's people are going to come against you and people are going to mock you and people are going to scorn who you are as a person. But it, it, what's going to come out of you from the inside is that, well, you know, I'm sorry you feel that way. I'll, I'm just really disappointed you have that opinion, but it's not going to change anything I believe or do. Yeah, and yeah. I'm going to... I'm to, I'll help you if you need help, but I'm still going to be who I am in Christ yeah, so David's Jesus.
1: mighty men of valor. They they, oh. they were men that had wisdom of the times and oh, knew what God. Israel ought to do. And I mean, they one of them killed two leopards on a snowy day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is such a classic yeah. picture. Yeah, it, they,
1: could, they could sling stones with the right hand or the left, use a sword with the right oh. hand or the left.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: And old Shamma. One of them by the name of Shammah, the the Philistines had been coming in his bean patch. They said he had a patch of lentils, that's beans, yeah. they had been stealing his beans. And one day, old Shamma said, you know, enough's enough.
0: No, you know, it's right. time that
1: we stomp our foot. The church stomps our foot and says, enough is enough. And Shammah went out there in the middle of that bean patch, and he said, you're not taking another bean from my babies. And I mean, here came the Philistines over in that patch, and he killed a whole bunch of them.
0: Well, you know, there, judges. I think it's Judges chapter three talks about another guy too, Shamgar. When you look at all these people that were these mighty men of valor that are named by name, absolutely. And like First Chronicles chapter twelve, you and I were talking the other day that if you took First Chronicles chapter twelve and then yeah. you took Second Timothy three, mm-hmm. and you talked about all the horrible things that are coming and our, there, you said there's like 30 things there yeah, that are Paul listed. Yeah, Paul said to
1: Timothy, he said, you better watch out, the perilous times are coming. And then he listed all, almost, yeah. almost 30 things that uh, men would be doing in the last days. And you can read them and there they are.
0: There they are. If you took those 30 things in there at, that are listed, but the clue to it is, is in verse one or two there, it says that in the final time, perilous times were set in, and the next phrase says, four people shall be lovers of pleasure mm-hmm. rather than and for God. Yeah. In other words, people are people are looking for love in all the wrong places. They're looking to, for help in all kinds of areas they shouldn't be looking for help in. Oh, and absolutely. yet, if you took First Chronicles 12, and you began to read all the things that are over there in Second Timothy 3, and you took the mighty men of valor, and then you took the way people are acting today, you would see such a, a comparison con- con- and context. contrast of what is going wrong and where, what we need to do to fix it and what kind, of, what kind of men and women that there needs to be in this day and time. Which makes
1: me mad the UN again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, that's right. That's right. You know, you and I have, have the ability to change the atmosphere in whatever place we find ourselves in, whether it's a schoolroom, an office, a, a city bus, an airplane. You and I have the ability that when we get there, God's get there. Well, that's why gets, we have no spiritual
1: there. authority, which has no, been a lost, right. a exactly lost right. thing in the church. We, we the church, have been given dominion. God said, let them have dominion. Let have us make dominion. man yeah. <laughs> in our likeness, in our image, and let them have dominion over that's the right. fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, the cattle of the field, and over all the earth, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. God wanted the church to be in dominion, to no, dominate that's the right. place. That's right. And somehow well, that's ch- changed places in the last several hundred years to where people think, well, the church ought to sit down and shut up and be quiet. Right. And just let exactly the, just let the think. knotheads run the world. Let the people with no, no church whatsoever, no knowledge of God whatsoever, no, no wisdom of God whatsoever, just a bunch of, uh, just a bunch of think, think tank, <laughs> Liberals that, that just think what, whatever they think in their little brain is going to be right. And, and with nothing to balance it off right. of, when we have to go to the Word of God, right. as a Christian, we have to go to the Word of God, as a, as an American, we have to go to the Constitution, and, and all those people want to get rid of both of those things.
0: Oh, I know. And the so there's no standard. Exactly. The Bible clearly says that if the foundations be destroyed, what shall become of the righteous? righteous That there always has to be that standard, Isaiah 65 over there, that you raise the standard. He says, get the stumbling blocks out of the way of the people and let that standard be raised to show them which direction to go in. So we want to just be a voice like, you know, maybe John the Baptist out here crying in the wilderness to let you know what God really thinks about you. I want to read one verse before we leave today that I found in Daniel chapter five, verse 14. And when Belshazzar was looking for somebody to interpret, you know, uh, what was going on in his life and what was on the wall, he calls uh, Daniel in. He said, I have heard of you. And I want to encourage all of you today to believe for a standard in your life that you live for God so much that people hear about you, that they know you're a Christian, that this, he says, I've heard that the spirit of the holy God is in you and that light and understanding and superior wisdom are found in you wow. that's the quality of christians that god's looking for people that have superior wisdom that understand the times like we read over there in first chronicles chapter 12 like we told you in second chronicles seventeen six, that your heart is cheered your courage is high you're valiant in your service towards the lord you're not lazy and you're not a coward and that's those are the things we want you to get hold of. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and we want you to walk in the light of because we're sure trying to have it in our life. I'm telling you, I don't want to let these things drift past me like Hebrews uh, chapter 2 says. I don't want to in any way let go of the great things that God has for me. I want to hold fast like the Apostle Paul said. I want to stir up the gift that's on the inside of me. And I want to see God do great things not just for me or through me, but on behalf of somebody else, so that you can receive the word of God. That's what every one of us should be feeling like. That's what every one of us should have an objective for. And that's certainly what Terry Mize has done for the last 50 years, to try to lift people up to a place of understanding and authority. Uh, Darling, we were just in a church in Illinois where the pastor said, they took your whole um, spiritual authority series and they played it for five weeks one hour every Wednesday yeah, night. <laughs> a lot of
1: pastors have done that. I know we, that's We've had wonderful. so many pastors contact us because I've got a, I've got a, a, a DVD. It's a video, not an audio, but a video. Y'all
0: need to that's, get it.
1: That's five one-hour sessions. So, so many pastors have taken that on a Sunday night or a Wednesday night for five weeks. That's right. And they've just showed that for their church service. They got sixty minutes, uh, five times. Yeah. And so for for a month and a week, <laughs> or sometimes a month, five weeks and a month. Uh, they just show that spiritual authority series absolutely changed the church.
0: Well, and it will. And t- when Terry first taught that in the church he was teaching that in, the people didn't want to leave. They just sat there. They, they kept wanting him to go on and teach longer. So. Yeah, it was
1: supposed to be a four-hour <laughs> four <laughs> CD. So and, cool. and when I dismissed at the end of the fourth hour, the yeah. people said, uh, we're not leaving, preach again.
0: Yeah, I want to, you know, my heart, I, I, knowing what you're going to say, I want to go meet those people that got it. You know, yeah, like right. Paul said in Acts, I mean, you know, like they said in the book of Acts, that the Bereans were more noble than the Thessalonians <laughs> right. because they searched the scriptures to see w- whether what Paul said was true or not. Yeah, that's right. You that's always good. want to meet the church that was hungry. <laughs> that's
1: exactly right. That's exactly right praise God well Well, you you better wrap this thing up we've been on here a while
0: (laughs) I know I know there was that pregnant pause there where Terry and I are trying to figure out you know if we want to shut it down or if we're so excited we want to keep talking to you (laughs) so anyway I guess we ought to tell you bye for now we love you we're so thankful that we have good news to share with you and that we're not telling you the bad news we're telling you that this is the wake-up call this is your finest hour this is the season that the Holy Ghost the eyes of the Lord are running to and fro over all the earth to l- just looking for an opportunity to show himself strong Amen. on behalf of the people of God.
1: And I always say, look no further. Here I am. Yeah,
0: here am I. Here it am help I. Help yourself,
1: Lord, right here. <laughs> That's show yourself right. Show
0: strong. I'm your girl, Lord. Here we are. Well, listen, we want you to just get, stay in touch with us. Call the office with your prayer requests. Uh, go look at the website. See if there's any of our materials that could be of help to you. Our schedule is there. Terry's partner letter that he writes every month is there for your reading enjoyment and and i think it'll just provoke you to more love and good works as the apostle paul said and then everything that anything that we can do if you need to call the office we'll be happy to pray with you we're just so thankful that there's good news that that will overcome all the bad news and it's from the word of god uh tl osborne made this wonderful statement terry having known Brother Osborne for many, many years, that he said in in, in one of his books and his preaching, he said that the Bible, every word of the Word of God and in the DNA of the Word of God has within its power the ability to produce what it promises right. when it is believed and acted upon. That's so that's why that. we're on here.
1: Yeah, say it again, the DNA of the Bible.
0: The DNA of every word that's on the page of your Bible has within itself the power to produce what it promises when it is believed and acted upon. There you go. Isn't that wonderful?
1: Go take it, believe it, act on it. That's and right. It, it begins to come alive.
0: That's right. Well, God bless you. We love you. And we'll see you next week. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast.
1: For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.